Hey, Sox fans, after having two days off, the White Sox got back into action and were swept by the Cleveland Guardians in Wednesday's doubleheader. It was ugly, lifeless, and their anemic offense is cause for concern. However, there were some silver linings. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Uh, this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com, and Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off, $500. Use code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout. Uh, hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong, diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick underscore GG. TB really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, boy, oh boy, we are going to talk the no good, horrible outing by Dallas Keuchel and the anemic White Sox offense. Uh, but first, cold weather baseball and a White Sox lineup that looked something like 2000. 18. Uh, State of the Sox. Sox are six and five after losing both of their games on Wednesday to the Cleveland Guardians. Um, It was chilly in Cleveland. Uh, Some inclement weather as well. Some rain in game two. Attempts in the 40s, maybe low 50s. Um, I have had some experience playing uh, baseball in cold weather. Uh, you know, I played in high school four years, played a year in college. Uh, I was mainly a pitcher and, uh, it is, it is difficult. It's difficult to grip the ball. It's, it's difficult to get a spin. Um, you know, when it's warmer out, the humidity definitely helps. There's some tackiness there, uh, as a pitcher, you know, you're, you're wearing layers of clothes and the joints, the muscles, they're not moving, uh, you're trying to maybe quick pitch or pitch inside because you know that batter uh, doesn't want to swing. I mean, sometimes they just want to get back into the dugout. Um, so it's difficult at whatever level you're playing outdoor sports. And baseball's tough. You're on, you're on the bench. Uh, you need you need to get up and, and get moving when it's your time to bat. Uh, standing out in the field, not a lot of action. Uh, Lamont Pope had an article in the Chicago Tribune on uh, – a Wednesday, just talking about, uh, you know, TLR's experience with cold weather and what has been his mindset uh, these last few days with all these cancellations. And this is what LaRusa had to say uh, in the article. Everybody's rested and all of a sudden you've got 18 innings on Wednesday, uh, TLR said. How many innings you have to fill? You've got to just dig in. You don't even say it's irritating because then you're giving into it. 
but it's bothersome when the weather factors in. Had we known this, Dylan Cease could have thrown a bullpen on Monday and would have been ready to pitch Wednesday. Uh, didn't know. And now the forecast in for the weekend series in Minnesota isn't too good either. At some point, what do you do? We've got a doubleheader Wednesday. Hang on to the lineups. Survive the doubleheader. Uh, speaking on Lambert specifically, these guys on Wednesday will be a will be a test for him. They've got a nice club, but Lambert, we like what we see. Um, I love that that line there. Survive the doubleheader. I, I mean, they survived. They made it through the doubleheader, but it was an absolutely horrible uh, display. Um, we're gonna get into it, but you know, I'm watching this game. You know, 18 just just bad innings offensively. There was some good, uh, and we'll talk bullpen, um, but, you know, it's the Guardians. I mean, the Guardians might finish fourth or fifth in the AL Central. Uh, this White Sox offense is rough. We're going to go through the numbers, but if you're worried about uh, some bad weather, uh, and the weather on Thursday in Cleveland doesn't look good either, but look out for Minnesota. Sox are heading to Minnesota next. On Friday, 55 degrees with a 60% chance of rain. Saturday, the temps look great, 73, but there's a 50% chance of rain. Sunday looks to be a good one, a cloudy 58 degrees. So let's let's start off here with game two uh, with the guy that LaRusa was talking about. They like what they see in Jimmy Lambert. He was up against, against Tristan McKenzie. And while game one was going on, there were some tweets uh, going out about what game two, what the lineup could potentially look like uh, per LaRussa. Uh, Mendick might play shortstop. Uh, Hastley starts an outfield. McGuire might catch. Harrison will play third or second. Garcia, second or outfield. Uh, so here was the lineup for game two. Uh, Sachs uh, lost this game two to, uh, uh, I'm sorry, one to two. It felt like it was uh, seven to one, the way the Sox it couldn't get anything going. Uh, here's the lineup. Uh, it was uh, Harrison was leading off, Hastley, Garcia hitting third, Grandal DHing, Sheets, Vaughn, McGuire catching, Ingle, Mendick. What, what do you expect from a lineup like that, huh? I mean, I could not believe it. It was a joke around social media. I get it. It was game two of a doubleheader. There aren't a lot of off days. However, they just had two because of the weather. Uh, and you're sitting Robert, Abreu, Anderson. So, I mean, what do you think is going to happen with this lineup? I mean, whatever you thought was going to happen, that's what actually happened. Sox offense had three hits, one run. They were one for four with runners in scoring position. It was the Cleveland Guardians. Now, McKenzie, you know, he wasn't doing anything too special. We've hit him fairly well. Numbers against him were favorable. Now, a lot of these guys that were in the lineup in game two have probably never seen a McKenzie. It just seemed like a throwaway lineup. You know what? We're not even really, you know, we're just trying to get out of this game and get to the cease game. On Thursday, uh, it was just a, a pathetic display. Uh, Sachs, you know, scored one run in the fifth on a Danny Mendick uh, double. Joe McEwing, what are you doing, third base coach Joe McEwing? 
sending Adam Engel in the fifth on a Mendick double with zero outs. He's sending him all the way home. The offense was not exactly clicking on all cylinders. And you said Adam Engel home? He was dead to rights at home. It wasn't even close. I, I don't get that. When, when your offense is not scoring a lot of runs, I know you want to be aggressive on the base, base paths, make the outfielder make a play, which he did. But come on, this offense is not clicking. Keep the guy at third. You got zero outs. Maybe you can tie up the ball game. That that was that was the fifth inning, and it just felt like a lot of the, uh, the air was out. If there was any air in the sails, it was gone by then. Lurie Garcia got his second hit of the season. He's now two for 24 with four strikeouts. Uh, It was just a, it was a really bad, bad display. Um, The White Sox, you know, it looks it, right? So you're watching it as a fan. You folks were watching it at home, or maybe you were listening to it. And you just feel like, boy, this, this team, you know, something's going on with their offense. Well, the numbers are there for you. The Sox are hitting 212 as a team. They have a 265 on base percentage and are slugging 347. Sox offense is ranked 27th out of 30 teams. Only the Baltimore Orioles are worse than the Sox in the AL in terms of offense. Uh, Robert in his last 15 games, 7 for 40. Abreu, 8 for 37 in his last 15 games. And Grandal, 4 for 33 in his last 15 games. Uh, so what about Lambert and the pitching staff? Lambert ended up going three and two-thirds of an inning, uh, five hits, two earned runs, five strikeouts, two walks. Yeah, he actually pitched pretty well, pretty serviceable. Lopez, Sousa, Crick, Bummer, Ruiz were all used after Lambert, and they gave up nothing. Uh, the bullpen pitching well was a theme on Wednesday. We'll get uh, into that a little bit more. So how bad was Dallas Keuchel, and why did the Sox let Jose Ramirez beat them? More on that uh, in just a moment. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Not perfect? No problem. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Shop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Need your special purchase fast? In most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. Every order is insured and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring. Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more on BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to bluenile.com today. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. 
For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts. Taking fans through the season like no other network. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Okay, here is, uh, whoa, here's the time where we get to really slice and dice on this game one of the doubleheader from Wednesday. It was the Dallas Keuchel game. The bounce back man, the guy that was going to change things, the guy that was so upset he was let uh, left off the ALDS roster. He was making changes. He knows what he needs to do, saying all the right things. Uh, pitched fairly well uh, in his previous outing. Uh, Sox got absolutely manhandled 11 to 1, and really all of that scoring happened very early in the game. Uh, it was Keuchel versus Bieber. Um, Sox lose 11 to 1. Keuchel gave you one official inning, 10 hits, 10 runs, eight earned, zero strikeouts, one walk, and a home run, which was a grand slam to, you guessed it, Jose Ramirez. Uh, Keuchel went out for the second inning, but he could not record an out. He threw 48 pitches. On a day that was going to feature 18 innings, going one official inning was the absolute worst-case scenario. I mean, you know, LaRusso was talking about it in that article uh, by Lamont Pope from the Trib, read it uh, just a few moments ago. Uh, where are these innings coming from? Who is going to be able to help us out? And we found out it, it's really the bullpen. It, we couldn't rely on our starters, especially not Keuchel. Um, you know, his stuff just does not play. Uh, this bases were loaded. They, you know, so where are you going to put Ramirez? So you, he's going to be have to be a tough out. You can't let him beat you in the way that he did. And the pitch that Ramirez hit the grand slam on, it was like a Jamie Moyer, just get me over, you know, bending breaking ball. And Ramirez absolutely crushed it uh, to left field. I mean, Keiko's stuff is just, he cannot get out of jams. And when you do not have good defense behind him, he can't overcome that. Um, uh, Ramirez is a monster right now. Jose Ramirez has 20 RBIs through 11 games. He had five RBIs on Wednesday against our Sox. He's, he's, he's just, you know, he's unreal. Signed that extension. Uh, he's going to be around in Cleveland for a while. We got to figure out how to handle him. And, and hopefully it's never Keuchel. Again, uh, thank you to the White Sox bullpen. Uh, Banks came in first to, to help out Keuchel. Then it was Foster, then Severino. Uh, Banks went four innings, gave up absolutely nothing, struck out two. There's a great story about Banks uh, in The Athletic by James Fegan. Uh, yesterday it was in there. Uh, he's a guy you want to root for. He's really easy to root for. Uh, and it's it's so awesome to see how well he's been pitching. Uh, Foster went an inning, uh, struck out two. Severino, a couple innings, one hit, one earned run, a couple walks, which has been his Achilles heel, and a strikeout. Uh, the bullpen gave up one earned run. Okay, so that was, that was all on Keuchel. So essentially, Wednesday's doubleheader just boiled down to one very bad, horrible uh, pitching uh, effort by Dallas Keuchel. White Sox defense, we just talked about it. Four errors through four innings. Tim Anderson had three errors himself. Uh, you know, some pitchers can get by with, you know, 
with that. And Keiko's a veteran guy. I don't think it was a mental thing. It's just his stuff. You know, you, you can't give an MLB team extra outs, even if it is the Cleveland Guardians, because they made us pay. Uh, the Sacks, you know, their defense hasn't been very good at all. The Sacks have had a few multiple era games going into Wednesday. Um, so Bieber was going for uh, Cleveland, and you just kind of knew how that was going to go. Abreu came in hitting 267 with three home runs. Uh, TA was hitting 296. He's had the most um, success against Bieber. Uh, guys like Vaughn, Sheets, Engel have been hitless against Bieber. Uh, Berger started at third base in game one. He'd never seen Bieber. Uh, Mendick got the start at second. Um, you, so you, you just had that feeling, right? Like, uh, I just feel like Shane Bieber's going to deal. I want to I wanna hope this is a different White Sox team. We've taken down a few formal, former Cy Youngs this past uh, week and Robbie Ray and Corey Kluber. Wasn't the case. On Wednesday, Bieber went six innings, seven strikeouts, zero walks, four hits, and one earned run. The silver lining after this absolutely disgusting doubleheader was that the White Sox bullpen gave up only one earned run uh, in two games. Uh, They covered a lot of innings, uh, so that was a real positive uh, for the Sox. Uh, next up, what White Sox player is possibly hurt again and what player is maybe more banged up than we originally thought? I'm uh, going to talk about that in just a moment. Uh, hey, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting Wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, I, I think if you want to make some quick money, go over to betonline.net. Take a look at the uh, over under for Dallas Keuchel total wins in the 2022 regular season. It's it's set at nine. Go under uh, and win yourself some cash. So uh, some injury, some news and notes here, uh, some things to talk about. Socks are banged up, no question about that. Um, Josh Harrison, they, they got him back uh, a couple games ago. He made an absolutely unbelievable catch in game two. If you have not seen this catch, I guess we can file that under silver lining. But then again, he got hurt making the catch. He left the game with some a shoulder discomfort, some shoulder soreness. Uh, hopefully he's not out for a very a long time. His bat is doing nothing for us, uh, but he's making some plays defensively. Uh, Aloy Jimenez did not play at all on Wednesday. Uh, he was available uh, to pinch hit, but he never got that chance. And, and we're hearing that that ankle or foot or combination uh, it might be worse than we had expected. It sounds like uh, Jimenez has got a lot of discomfort. Of course, this is the foot that he fouled that pitch off a few games ago, a mystic game. And, you know, it, it's just, it's a real shame, you know, because this offense needs that bat. Not like Jimenez was tearing the cover off the ball, but he provides a presence. And, you know, you're not going to get going 
being on the bench, uh, being missing games. You're not gonna you're not gonna get hot that way. You got to get out there. Uh, hopefully that foot, that ankle, uh, isn't too big of a deal. I can't imagine the cold weather being good for any type of ailment or issue you've got, foot, hand, shoulder. Uh, so we'll see what happens in this uh, Thursday day game. Maybe he's got another day off. Maybe all this is all speculation. Maybe we see him in Minnesota. Uh, Johnny Cueto is in Charlotte. Uh, Tony Larusa says he likes what he sees. Uh, he's, uh, you know, what else are you going to say? You know, what, what are you going to say? I, I don't really think this was a good move. I don't think the Sox should have taken a flyer on Johnny Cueto. Of course, you're going to say it looks good. The ball's coming out of his hand. Uh, wondering when we're going to see uh, Johnny Cueto, though. Um, you know, hopefully he can take the spot of Dallas Keuchel. I'd rather never see Keuchel again. Uh, some positive uh, injury stuff. It uh, looks like Giolito will pitch on Sunday in Minnesota. That's huge news. And Tony LaRusso once again said that there's a good chance A.J. Pollock will join the Sox on Friday in Minnesota. Uh, so here's your Thursday matchup, uh, Sox at Cleveland. Uh, it's a 12-10 Chicago time start. It's Dylan Cease against Zach Plesak. Uh, Plesak is 2-4 and four with an ERA of 4-5 and 50 strikeouts and 9 appearances against the White Sox in his career. Uh, Plesak so far in the 2022 season, he started two games, 11 innings, uh, 7 strikeouts, 10 hits. He's got an ERA of 1-6-4. Uh, Dylan Cease, of course, coming off of that outstanding performance against Tampa last Friday. Uh, Cease has a record of 2-2 two and two with an ERA of 5.56 and 27 strikeouts and five appearances against Cleveland in his career. But this is a different Cease, and, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what he brings this Thursday afternoon, as I'm sure you are. Weather forecast in Cleveland for Thursday, not great. 90% chance of rain, but temps in the high 50s. So hopefully they get that in. We can't afford any more double headers or makeups down the line. Let's get into a groove. Uh, hopefully the weather clears up in Minnesota. We get some guys back healthy and deal, Dylan sees deals, and this offense gets going again. Really appreciate uh, you joining me and listening. You can find this podcast everywhere you find your podcast. Please pass it along to other Sox fans in your life. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me, Nick Morowski, on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thank you so much for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll break down the series finale with the Guardians and get you ready for Friday's matchup with the Minnesota Twins. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox!